everybody and welcome to the Groundcast, your weekly feel good podcast with a brand new album for us to dissect, a brand new Game of Thrones episode, and some new Harry Potter chapters. I'm your host, Andrew Logan, and let's dive right into it. This week is a much, much shorter episode than we're used to, but that's simply because I've been quite busy, and I have not had enough time to... You know, do some fun things to talk about. But we talk about the brand new Star Bomb album. We talk about the latest Game of Thrones episode. And I let you guys know about the new Harry Potter chapters and what's coming after Harry Potter. So let's get right into it. For this week, for music song of the week, I want to really focus fire on an album that has been highly anticipated by yours truly. For the last four years, and it is especially sad because if uh, if we take the album at face value, it's the it's the final one, which is a big old bummer because man, it is kind of the 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 pinnacle of nerd music on YouTube, and it's the it's the third and potentially final Star Bomb album. Uh, if you uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, then you know I'm a big fan of Ninja Sex Party with uh, the Dan Avedan and Brian Wecht and then the whole in the whole game Grumps field, you know, Star Bomb. You got Danny and Brian from Ninja Sex Party and Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps coming together to do a uh, to do an album. Album three of the Triforce dropped this past Friday. And I've heard the album all the way through many times. And I am a huge fan of some of the songs. Others are, you know, they are comical. But there's there's something I really search for when I listen to comedy acts, and it's what I like to call the uh, tenacious D effect, um, uh, previously known as the Weird Al effect. And uh, the further you go back, the the older the band that the effect is called. But I really feel like it fits with tenacious D because tenacious D, um, like especially with Rise of the Phoenix, very funny songs. But when the comedy wears off, the song is still fucking awesome it's still a great goddamn song title track rise of the phoenix is an incredible song roadie is an incredible song fuck like kickapoo tribute like when the comedy wears off it's still a great fucking song and that's really what you want when you're a comedy band you want to be funny but you also want to be a good band ninja sex party has that pretty pervasively throughout the music really good songs and are pretty funny with triforce here uh the new star bomb album there are, as far as I'm concerned, there are four songs on the album that are that have the Tenacious D effect. They are funny, and then when the funny wears off, it's a good song. Now, this is, once again, it's just personal preference. I mean, that's what basically this entire podcast is. It's just my opinion. Um, and I will readily admit that one of the genres of music I don't listen to very often is rap or hip-hop. And you could certainly argue that the vast majority of Starbomb is rap or hip-hop. Like... It's, it's that style of music because that's what um, Aaron Hansen kind of gravitates towards versus uh, like, you know, classic rock or uh, folk or anything like that. But the four songs I want to talk about and all four of these songs are getting slapped on the, the song of the week playlist because they all have that kind of that upbeat feel and they make me happy because I think they're funny. And since they have the tenacious D effect of being good songs beyond that. They're all worthy of conversation. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to basically talk about them in order as they appear on the album. First song I want to talk about is Filling in the Name of, which is a Tetris-based um, song uh, taking massive inspiration 
from the Rage Against the Machine song, Killing in the Name of. Uh, it's about the long piece, feeling that he's being taken uh, advantage of by his friends and family, and how he's kind of lost his self-identity, goes to therapy in order to rediscover himself, only for the doctor to also want him to complete a Tetris. And it is very hard-rocking. It's this really nice blend of kind of hip-hop rap style lyrics with that hard rock heavy metal vibe which a couple of bands i listen to actually have um one of the bands i think is just straight up called heroic uh they've got that feel pretty pretty hard down and um rage against the machine i would say is another one that kind of like um uh beastie boys style sometimes it's hard rock sometimes it's rap like it's got that that um hardness to it with the with the fast lyrics talking about you know societal griefs and stuff like that and then it just kind of uh, gets you pumped up it's got that kind of driving primality primal primalness to it that i'm a big fan of so filling in the name of is very good this uh the next song i want to talk about uh was something that kind of grew on me after listening to it and i love how smoothed out it is and that's welcome to the mario party which um has some pretty strong if i'm if i'm getting this right i sure hope so not entirely sure but it's got some really strong laid-back west coast hip-hop vibes going on to it um that kind of got kind of snoop dog feel where it's just kind of mellow and it's smooth and just kind of washes over you and the, the the it sounds good it feels good when you listen to it the like the the um auto-tune kind of vocal uh effects on danny's kind of musical moments are are so like clean and crisp that you just can't help but kind of close your eyes and groove to it it's 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 just kind of it's kind of weirdly beautiful i love it it's it just kind of glides over the eardrums when you listen to it. And I'm a real big fan of it. It's hard to not to just kind of like lean back in your chair and let it just wash over you like a wave. Um, and it's all about uh, Mario just throwing one hell of a party and how Luigi's not invited because everybody fucking hates Luigi. And once again, it is funny. But once the funny wears off, you're just kind of sitting there going like kind of grooving your head. And oh, it's, mm, it's tasty. It's a tasty song. Next song I want to talk about, a wild guitar solo appears is fucking great. So it's the finale of this Pokemon song trilogy. There's a Pokemon song on each of the albums. They all tie together in like a story and it's the finale. And after Pikachu gets out of jail from shooting Ash in the balls, uh, he picks up the guitar and rejoins society as a rocking shredder. And so whenever he gets in a Pokemon battle, he just starts tearing into these sick guitar solos and uh, he gets his ass kicked in the Pokemon fights. But it's just, I love the guitar solos and I love the reactions and the song itself has a pretty good 80s vibe to it. Very funny, very funny stuff. That's a that's a great song. That might be my favorite off the album. Um, but I think I love all four of these songs pretty equally. They're they're all they're all incredible. Um, and the final song I wanted to talk about with special note is uh, Vegeta's Serenade. And uh, I really like this one because it's slowed down and it's Aaron's I would say first uh, uh, studio album attempt at actually singing. And he's got an excellent set of pipes. I will, I will give credit where credit is due. Um, it is quite clear to me that he took some time to develop his singing voice, and I think it really shows uh, in that song. It is, it's humorous, and uh, once again, it's strangely beautiful. And I, I love hearing him actually sing. I think it's, I think it's awesome. We got a little bit of it, a little taste of that, and um, player select back in 2014 with a uh, Minecraft is for everyone. Not a lot, but a little taste of it, just a little bit, and. Uh, I think he has some some really strong potential, and it's it really shows in Vegeta Serenade. And um, I'm not the biggest Dragon Ball Z knower of facts. I like it. I like Dragon Ball Z. I played um, Xenoverse 
uh, a long time ago. But uh, I don't know all too much about like the characters and their interpersonal relationships and stuff like that. But I'm tangentially aware of what the show is about, and I'm able to appreciate this song without having too much of a Dragon Ball knowledge. And it's also kind of um, kind of the uh, the odd duckling on the album because uh, while there are Dragon Ball games, this song is not necessarily about a Dragon Ball game. It's more about Dragon Ball, which I guess kind of branches out from the video game stuff into more of a nerd thing. But there are, there's a song about Zelda, there's a song about Dark Souls, Donkey Kong's on there, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Overwatch has a song, and those are all fine, but the, the four I specifically mentioned are, um, are easily my, my top off the album, for sure, for sure. And if this truly is the end of Starbomb, well then it's been one heck of a ride. I enjoy all of those albums, and it's interesting to me where Starbomb 1 came out in 2013, Starbomb 2 came out in 2014, and then Starbomb 3 came out in 2019. It took them, it took them five years, but hey, you know what? That's fine. I say those four songs are pretty goddamn good, and you know, if you like that music, keep an eye out on Ninja Sex Party. They're working on their third cover album uh, to come out sometime. I don't know. I'm not sure when. Could be this year. Could be next year. We'll find out, but they are, they are talented musicians, not to be written out just because they have a, a YouTube thing, a YouTube channel where they play games and stuff, which I don't think discredits them. If anything, it makes them perfect for the style of music, and I think it really shows with those with those songs. So check them out. Listen to it on uh, the goingercast.com Song of the Week playlist found on Spotify. And if you have a suggestion for Song of the Week, feel free to email me at goingercast.gmail.com or using the contact page at goingercast.com. Let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. Game of Thrones has landed this past Sunday. It is called... Oh, God, what's it called? I don't remember. It's called episode 69. It's the 69th episode of the show. And I mentioned it last week. There are six episodes this season. We've got another four to go. And while this episode was very good, once again, <laughs> not a lot happened. And it's... it's becoming worrying i'll be honest there are so many story threads for this show to tie up satisfactorily that the fact that they have now blown you know to a third of their episode budget on just kind of the like the calm before the storm of battles like i need to see the final product in order to really know one way or the other if they're going to stick the landing but it's you got me nervous, HBO. You got me a little scared that you're not going to be able to wrap up all the things. And perhaps they are that's not their intention. Maybe they are waiting for the books to come out. But, you know, that just seems seems silly, especially when it's diverged so much from what the books were about. And I've got people that won't watch the show because they're waiting to read the books first. And I just think that's foolish because it's going to be so long before the books come out. And you know it's going to be a different story anyway, so why not watch the fucking show? Like... I don't know. But this episode was very good. It, 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 like I said, it's the calm before the storm. We, uh, know, we knew ahead of time that the third episode of this season was going to be called the Battle of Winterfell. And that's when all this shit's going to go down. And I'm very excited. Um, once we had some more interactions with a bunch of characters, you know, more characters showed up for, uh, for the fight. There were, there was some kind of subplot stuff that people have been like expecting and building towards for quite some time. And, Blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I don't really want to get into spoiler stuff because I don't know how far people have gotten in the show or how familiar you are with the story. 
I'll just say this episode made me laugh a couple of times. I'm very excited for next week, but it's got, they gotta bring it. Next week has to be like the entire conflict. If that conflict bleeds over into episode four, I don't, I don't know how they can do this, you know? They've, they've got me concerned. Their pacing is admirable, but I don't know if they could do it. So, I love the build-up, though. I feel like it is this this battle is... The appreciation of what's about to occur has been achieved and has been constructed. And they've, they've got it. They figured that out. So, I'm excited about that. Next week is going to be just bonkers and I can't wait. And I really enjoyed this episode. And currently, um, as I am re-exploring Game of Thrones and getting back into it, I am almost halfway through season two. So I am about halfway caught up to where I was when I stopped watching the show originally. Remember, I did not see episodes or seasons five, six, and seven. So that'll all be new to me. Looking forward to that. But it uh, it's just interesting to me where I just got off an episode where a blank character was a dill bag and here comes blank character and now they're like, okay and shit and um there was definitely more plot progression in terms of the grander story in this episode but i mean the longer the season goes on the more i'm suspecting that they're not going to wrap up a bunch of different storylines um unless they do like an animal house style credit scene being like and here's what they went on to do sir davis seaworth blah 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 with daenerys targaryen blah 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 of the dragons blah 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 john snow so i don't know we'll just have to wait and see what happens? We got a month, a month to go. See how it goes. I am very excited. I'm super excited. Cannot wait. But, you know, I always wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. I actually thought about doing, like, uh, little recording sessions after each episode that I was rewatching. Be like, episode 19. Let's talk about it. But, you know, there's whole podcasts that'll basically dive in for each scene and scene and stuff like that. And that doesn't really seem like something I want to do. So I'm just going to tell you that this shit's good. And I can't wait to own the entire series. And we'll talk about next week's episode for fucking sure. Um, I think... Now, I've been I've been talking about these episodes without spoilers because I understand 100%. But I think what I'm going to do moving forward um, so I could get specific and really dive into things is I'm going to let you know now and I will remind you before the segment begins that I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones um, no holds barred. I'm just gonna, we're going to get into it so um for for the appreciation of people that listen to the podcast and don't want to be spoiled in game of thrones i will ensure that moving beyond this point game of thrones will be like the final thing you hear in the podcast so that if you don't want to talk don't want to hear me talk about it and don't want to be spoiled you can just fucking shut that shit off and it's over so just letting you know now moving forward there's going to be talks of the actual content of the episodes but for this week i just wanted to keep it nice and general because to be perfectly honest, once again, there isn't much to spoil in this episode. It was just a nice episode, and I liked it. So, there you go. Let's move on to the next thing Another week, another batch of Harry Potter chapters. We got chapter four, Horace Slughorn. Chapter four, that kind of round. Chapter five, Excessive Phlegm. And chapter six, Draco's Detour. This moment of the week... For these three chapters comes to us from chapter four, wherein we find Harry and Dumbledore just having a nice little chat. In any case, most wizarding dwellings are magically protected from unwanted operators. 
At Hogwarts, for instance, you can't operate anywhere inside the buildings or grounds, said Harry quickly. Hermione Granger told me. Do you really? There's no other else in the school named Hermione, Harry. I'm pretty sure Dumbledore will know which Hermione you're talking about if you just say Hermione, unless it'll go like this. You can't operate anywhere inside the buildings or grounds, said Harry quickly. Hermione told me. Hermione who? You, you have to understand, Harry. It's a very common name. You have to be more specific, you fuck. Granger. Oh, yeah, I don't know, know it all. She's quite right, too. And we turn left again. The church clock chimed midnight behind them. Harry wondered why Dumbledore did not consider it rude to call on his old colleague so late. But now that the conversation had been established, he had more pressing questions to ask. So I saw the Daily Prophet that Fudge had been sacked. Correct, said Dumbledore, now turning up a uh, steep side street. He has been replaced, as I am sure you saw, by Rufus Scrimgeour, who used to be the head of the Auror office. Is he... do you think he's good? asked Harry. An interesting question, said Dumbledore. He's able, certainly. A more decisive and forceful personality than Cornelius. Yes, but I meant... I know what you meant! Rufus is a man of action, and having fought dark wizards for most of his working life does not underestimate Lord Voldemort. Three brand new chapters of Harry Potter and the Black Bread Prince. Yep. Land every Wednesday, round 8 o'clock, give or take a little bit. And uh, it'll keep on going for another eight weeks? Eight weeks, yeah. Eight weeks for book six. And uh, just so y'all know, I've already started recording what comes after book seven. Uh, I've changed tact, uh, which should come as no surprise to anybody. But I am now a couple of chapters into uh, the first Game of Thrones book. So we're gonna we're gonna ride that out um, after Harry Potter is done. I don't know if I'm gonna do them all, but definitely gonna do the first one. So we will see how that how that progresses. But in the meantime, let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. Now, just about do it here for the Going Up Cast. Thank you very much for listening. We will have a brand new episode next week where we once again talk about Game of Thrones and all sorts of other stuff. Not entirely sure what's going to go down, but it'll be good. It'll be a good time, and I will talk to y'all then.